0: This episode of World of Warcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Domain names from GoDaddy.com are up to 70% less than the competition. Plus, each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code STARMAN, and that's S-T-A-R-M-A-N, and get your .com domain name for just $6.95 a year. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com.
1: Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World Forecast. I'm Renata. And I am Starman. And he's got a cold.
0: I have bronchitis. But it's getting better because my doctor prescribed Zithromax, and um, I'm better. I'm not coughing up a lung anymore.
1: <laughs> well, I feel for you because uh, back in was it April or May, I had the same thing and uh, finally had to resort to the antibiotics. Yeah, and- me too. Um, and we are going to talk a little bit about the guild management podcasts that we did, just because we've gotten a ton of feedback and uh, some really great stuff, and there's one letter that I, I wanted to talk about uh, that I will read after the news, and we're just going to discuss it a little bit, because it's kind of a, the other side of guild management. Yeah. That I got uh, the same
0: letter. Let me let me just try to find it. Let's see here. Uh, it's spam, 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 spam. Oh, here it is. Okay.
1: It's a guild woes. <laughs>
0: (laughs) I get so much spam, it's not even funny. I am not John C. Dvorak, because I get spam all the time.
1: Yeah, uh, me too.
0: Don't sniffle. (laughs) Sorry, my allergies. (laughs) So, what did you do this week?
1: Oh, well, um, in real life news, uh, the basement of our house is being dug right now. Yay. So we have this hole in the ground. Um, it will look better eventually, I'm, <laughs> I've been told. Probably in about uh, four months we should be able to close on it, which will be really nice. nice. But in the game, let's see. Oh, our our um, collective, which is sort of what we're calling the loose confederation of, pod, of pods and former pods that <laughs> get together and still play together a great deal, uh, decided to poke our heads into Gruul's lair. And we haven't gotten Gruul himself down yet, but we've gotten uh, King Malgar down twice. Nice! And uh, we seem to be able to coordinate that fight pretty well. And I think that the last time we were in Gruul's lair, we made some really good strides toward getting Gruul down. We had some problems just coordinating how to deal. Gruul has this attack where he... um, I haven't. I haven't. I've only done this a couple times, so I'm not going to be very good at explaining it. (laughs) But he does. He does this attack where he shakes the ground, and then um, every. Then he pulls people up into the air, Mm -hmm. and then they can fall for damage. And then it turns them to stone, and then they blow up. Mm -hmm. And it does damage to anyone who's within ten yards of you. So there's this. There's this dance that you sort of have to do to number one, keep away from people. Right. But number two, any of the casters of which I am, need to kind of run to the outside edge and find these little niches to hide in, so we don't get thrown up into the air right. and then get stoned <clears throat> well, we get stoned, but when we blow up we don't hurt anybody, because we're kind of sheltered and finding those little niches isn't so easy, and you know we're still doing the thing of you know, I run into a niche, someone's already there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just, you know, our coordination isn't quite there yet. Run to but, your spots,
0: uh, run to your spots now, yeah. I... Run
1: to your spots, yeah. And uh, we've been kind of taking a break from Kara this month, mostly due to a lot of people going on vacation and such, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. going on vacation at the end of the month myself, um, but our, our Kara team, which is named Team Prada, Prada being the cat of two of our members. And uh, they're always talking to her over events, so we just team Prada seemed to work. but team Prada has been kind of taking t- taking some time off. We have been uh, getting as far as the shade of Iran, but we have not quite taken him down yet, and just you know once we get past that, then you know it's on to the prince mm-hmm. and uh, good times to be had there <laughs>
0: um
1: and I respect. I am no what? longer a demonology warlock. I am now mostly affliction with some destruction.
0: Oh, and why is that?
1: Well, mostly for diversification. I almost always run with uh, Kryler's warlock, and <coughs> Kryler and I have basically the same build. We're both demon. We were both demonology warlocks. Okay. And I just felt that for some, some kind of changing up some. Some things that maybe I would try out affliction for a few weeks and see what I like it. So far I like it very well. I had been considering whether to go with affliction or destruction, mm-hmm. but ultimately it was my gear that uh, made me make the choice that I made. The reason being is that most of my gems are stamina gems and plus damage gems, and some plus hit gems. OK. But no real plus crit. Not much plus spell crit. And spell crit's very, very important if you're destruction. But if you're mostly relying on dots, which don't crit, it really doesn't make that much difference. So in order for me to go to destruction, I really would have had to change out a lot of my gems to get more spell crit.
0: And unlike other games, which we won't mention, um, you cannot remove your gems. Which, you know, I, I really don't like that because these gems are damn expensive.
1: Oh, you can't remove them. You can replace them. You can replace them, the but, I
0: mean, if you just drop, like, a 55G gem, you can't take it out. Right. Like, you, you know, like, I'll say it. All right, EQ. You could, They allowed you to buy solvents, and what you can do is you can remove the gem from your gear. Mm-hmm. So you can use it in something else or, you know, or save it for a rainy day or, you know, some, some other time you needed it. But in WoW, it's like, well, you just dropped 50G in a gem last week. Not too bad. Now you're going to have to replace it. And Which you destroy the me.
1: one that's already in there in the process. Yeah. So it was really, as I said, it was really my gear. And I've got some very, very nice gems. I've, mm-hmm. I've spent a lot on getting good gems. And so, but the Affliction build is really working well for me, I think. I did put five points into Demonology just to give myself the improved Imp, because in my Kara group, I tend to go on Imp duty a lot. Right. And also the improved Health Stones, for uh, for for raid health stones, that was that's a big a big one. So mm-hmm. I was I didn't go all the way down to the bottom of the affliction tree. I didn't go down to get an unstable affliction, but uh, I really view unstable affliction as primarily a PvP skill. Okay. Because uns- what unstable affliction does it causes a huge burst of damage if a person gets a dot on them and they dispel it. And then that, when the act of dispelling it causes this huge burst of damage, well, that doesn't generally... Mobs and bosses don't generally dispel themselves. Mm hmm So since I'm almost exclusively PvE, I decided that uh, Unstable Affliction wasn't something that I really wanted to bother drilling down all the way to. So So that's what I've been up to this week. What about you?
0: As far as the game goes, it's... It's really just been a lot of been a lot of raiding, because we added a day to our race schedule, so now we're Wednesday through Sunday. Wow. Yeah, um, we're getting pretty far in Serpent's Shrine. We see, I can't get these bosses' names straight, so you're gonna have to bear with me for one second while I <laughs> look them up. <laughs> so uh, we we've taken down Hydross, we've taken down the Lurker and Fathom Lord. We worked on um, Fathom Lord, Car-, Car-, Car i can't pronounce his name. Carath thats his name, right? Spell okay. it. Okay, Fathom. K a r a t h r e s s. He's one of the harder bosses, only because he—it's—it's it's him and four boss minions, and we finally got him down. It took us a few tries, but we finally got him down. And now we're working on Leotherus the Blind, and we got him down, I think, to twenty-five percent last week. I don't remember, but twenty, twenty-five percent, or something like that. We got him down pretty low on our on our first night of attempts. So we're hoping that uh, tonight or tomorrow we'll get him down. As far as my build, I'm, I'm still firing, and I think I'm going to stay that way for the rating. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I said before, I mean, my DPS has just gone ballistic, and I've just been learning a bit here and there. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention. Let me just bring this up because I I had forgotten I was going to mention this. There is a a website called elitistjerks.com, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, laugh as you will. But I, I was asking last week for something that brings everything down to the decimal point. And if you go there, there's a forum called Class Mechanics and Theory Crafting. Some, well, not one person, but a bunch of people put together these (coughs) (coughs) Hmm. Microsoft Excel spreadsheets. And it basically breaks down your character based on the information that you feed it. You put in your build, you put in your gear, you put in your gems. And it creates a a profile of your character. What's even better is there's another page on the Excel spreadsheet that allows you to put in theoretical situations. How much damage uh, do you need to take down a boss? What are your strategies? Do you do Scorch? uh, What is it? Scorch, fireball, 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 scorch. Fire- and you know, is it like uh, they call it like an eight to one, I believe? And then there's a five to one. Do you throw an arcane blast? Are you a frost mage? Are you an arcane mage, fire mage? And you throw all these numbers together, and it turns on them, and it spits out this is how much theoretical DPS that you should put out based on the numbers that you fed me. And I found that just with this express excel spreadsheet my normal dps i believe was something around along the lines of like 1000 a, a or 1100 dps in frost with good gear and my dps in fire went up to something like 16 or 17 was it i don't have it on me cuz it's at work 16 or 1700 um no, I don't have it on me. Oh, I know why I don't have it on me because it's on my iPod. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was moving it um, from place to place, but I believe that it was sixteen or seventeen hundred. So I did, and, and in fact, my DPS did go about that in a real raid. There are some things missing from at least the mage one, for example. There are some trinkets that are missing. A lot of the stuff is just wrong. The data is just wrong. But I mean, you can manually change it. Um, but but. Essentially, every. Oh, and one more thing: if you don't know anything about how Excel works, like me, you're gonna do a. There's no read me on this thing, Hmm. so you're gonna be doing a lot of how does this work or, or looking things up on Google. Because I was trying to figure out like how to change fields and and stuff like that. But it's a really good resource. Now, I, there's one for apparently rogues. There's one for warlocks. There's one for warriors. There's not one specific spot for all these spreadsheets, but they are there. And, and I would, I would think that if you're, if you're serious about doing what I did, like changing things to the decimal point and figuring out exactly how much DPS you can have, check this out. It's elitist jerks.com and i'll put a link to it on the website but uh, that's a long-winded answer to your question (laughs) about what i did last week because i i just wanted to be sure like like i was saying before i don't like it's a lot of money here's one thing that i found when you change your tailoring profession uh it they take like 150 g out of you for doing it and i don't understand where that money comes from like you're you're Unlearning something. Why does the game charge you 150 G for doing that? And then on top of that, that's not even for learning a new one. When you want to learn a new one, that's another 20 G on top of it. So essentially, it was 170 G just to go from frost to fire. And then on top of all that, I had to make all the new stuff.
1: Yeah, it's just you know the the money sinks that exist in the game.
0: (sighs) Yeah, but I, I I'm I don't mind. All the other things I had to do, like going spell fire and, and things like that, but I, I just didn't like the 150G cost. And let me see, just a lot of farming. Oh, because we need to make potions, flasks, for our okay. raids, so I've been making quite a bit of money back, because I spent it all on my new profession, mm-hmm. and I'm left with like 47G, and then on <laughs> top of repairs, you're needing black lotuses, and... You can never find any. And then on top of all this, in my free okay. time, I, I have a free time character, which ironically is a mage. <laughs> and so I, I take this mage around. I, I decided that I, I didn't like spending fifty G on, on gems. So I wanted to go prospecting on my, on my own, mm-hmm. do it myself. So I changed her profession from tailoring and enchanting, which I don't need anymore because I, I now have a real level 70 mage. I don't need another one. But I use it for farming, so I changed it to um, mining and jewel crafting. And it's not that bad of a money sink yet. And I've been making some decent money. I made 37G in one night with my mining at something like as low as 180 mm-hmm. with the stuff that I've been getting from it, so it's not that bad. I'm not no, going to go too into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the problem becomes when you want some of the Faction recipes or some of the yeah. rare uh, BOP drop recipes. You know that's where you start running well, I, into problems.
0: I don't care about the recipes. There are people in the guild that'll cut the stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want the gems themselves. I want to be able to go prospecting and say, okay, well, you know, I I want to mine this and hopefully get you know maybe a living ruby out of it.
1: So you're in you're in Serpent Shrine now. Yes. What do you think now, about a month ago, Blizzard announced that they were removing the attunement requirements for Serpent Shrine Cavern and Tempest Keep. What's your take on that now?
0: Well, as a raider who knows how to raid and and knows all the mechanics of raiding, for me it's good because I don't have to go through all that. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't have to because this is nothing new. I stepped into rating with this new rating guild, and granted, I, w- I, I admittedly was a little rusty, but I only needed like a day or two before I finally got into the swing of things. For some people that aren't used to rating, then they might need these, uh, these attunements just to, to bring themselves up to speed. Now, that said, I like that these attunements are gone because it just slows down the progression of the guild as a whole. Mm-hmm. I I I I was always against attunements. I just don't like them. Um, should people be able to step into a place and, and just say here I am and, and let's kill things? Well, if if they're bad at raiding, then it's their own fault for being there. At least I think <laughs> so. Seriously. Oh yeah. And and you know like there's a. There's an attunement for Hyjal and the Black Temple. And I'm thinking, is that really necessary? Because you're already busting your butt in, these, in, um, in Serpent Shrine and Tempest Keep, the eye. So why do you need an attunement? Well, pe- I,
1: I can see that point. But let's take the Karazhan attunement as an example. Mm-hmm. We, fin- we I'm, when I talk about we, I'm talking about my Kara group. Finished all of our attunements and going through all of the dungeons and such. By the time that we took the first ten-man group into Kara, Mm -hmm. even with doing all that, we got our butts handed to us the first time, the first day that we went in there. Sure. we We couldn't even get to the huntsman the first time we went in there. We just kept wiping to the horses. Right. And that was a real wake-up call to us to say, whoa, I guess we need to go farm gear. <laughs> and, But I, yes. th- I think that if, the, if there had not been that attunement process, we would have been even less ready to go in there. And we would have, I don't think, been able to judge as accurately what we needed to do because we would have been so far the, behind the curve. That we would not have been able to say, okay, these are some of the tweaks we need to make, and then once we make those tweaks, we'll Mm -hmm. be able to make some progress. And we did. It didn't take us more than a few weeks to be able to get to the point where we were not only taking down uh, Atchiman, we were taking down Morose, we were taking down the Maiden, Mm -hmm. but we were at least close
0: but I, I just, you made a very good point, though, which is something that, that was very, very important. The attunement itself doesn't get you any magical powers or special gear to go into Kara itself. Right. That's my point. You're right that you do need the gear and you need the skill. And I've said this a million times. You need the gear to do the job. But the attunement does not get... All right, look, let's take car Attunement. What do you need to do the car Attunement? You need to get those three keys. One's in um, Architrash, Shadow Lab, Sethic Halls... No, and then not
1: Sethic Halls, Steam Vault.
0: Steam Vault. Other I, S the, other God, there are too many S. instances with Ss. Okay. <laughs> and then you have to go to... Then you have to do Black Morass to talk to Medivh to get the key. But my point is... You don't get any special gear in doing that, so you, you can essentially do that in a day with a group of five.
1: You do get some drops, but you know, just doing right. the attunement itself once through isn't good, isn't enough. All right, to, because to get you everything you need.
0: With shadow labs, you have to uh, you have to do murmur with shadow labs, mm-hmm. you, or, or do do you have to? Can You, you don't skirt have around to. Them? Uh, you
1: can you can scoot around murmur. Murmur,
0: right, and you can scoot around the other two. Right, you, you don't have, have
1: to. to have to do those bosses right
0: so so you don't have to do the bosses in order to get the keys so you don't have to get the drops from these places except for she- you have to do black morass uh because you can't talk to mediv until you finish it which is which is okay but so essentially a gr- a team of of 10 people can walk in there with a bunch of crappy gear and still get their butts handed to them even though they're attuned so mm-hmm. so what does the attunement really do for you
1: well, at least it, it gives you some idea of some of the of whether or not you can even survive the instances necessary to complete the key itself.
0: Oh, true. I here's what I would do. If if there was an attunement process, I would make sure that for each piece you get of the key you get some sort of drop that's okay for doing Kara because you you don't need to kill any boss oh, that's another thing. I would I would make the Key fragments, boss drops, yeah, because at least of- this way you get something from the boss. You get something that somebody in the group can use.
1: Right, and right now how it's set up for those who haven't been through the Kara attunement is, the key fragments are in boxes. The boxes are guarded, but especially the one in in Steam Vault, I believe. You don't even have to go to the first boss to get that one. And that the same thing in, in um, down in a pond,
0: Architraz. With because... murmur,
1: at least you've got to get down the various bosses and warpal mm-hmm. to be able to get to Murmur.
0: That's you know that's right. Forgot. You it's, have to get... it's been a, about six or eight weeks since I've done this, so yes, you're absolutely right.
1: So you've got to get through some bosses uh to be able to get that one. But mm-hmm. um attunement itself isn't enough. But at least it's a start, and you know, and you start to learn some of those higher-level instances that you've got to yeah. be able to run over and over just to get yourself geared mm-hmm. up to be able to succeed in Kara.
0: I my point, I, I'm, and I know that I've been long-winded about this, but I'm just saying that if you're going to make an attunement process, at least make it a learning process also, right. because the attunement process for Karazhan is not, in my opinion, enough for people to say, oh, that's just. Fine, you know, I'm just going to get my keys and run through Shadow Labs and and do Black Morass once, and that's it. Because once they step into Karazhan, it's it's going to be a whole new world for these people as as far as rating oh, yeah. goes. You got ten men. You got harder mobs. You know, you've got a time. Isn't it 25 minutes? You got you've got to kill uh, a a tune, tune to tune. I men. I don't know how to pronounce that.
1: you have. Yes, yeah, 25 minutes or else you start getting um, mm-hmm. spawned behind you
0: all these things are not learned by doing the um, the attunement.
1: Well not only are they not learned but if you just stick with the attunement process and don't do any extra work in any of these instances you're gonna get your butt handed to you when you get into Kara. We did and uh, we we did do some gear farming beforehand Um, but you know I guess the good news is is that if you go into Karazhan for the first time you'll know within the first 10 minutes whether or not you ought to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you can start making a plan for, okay, then how do we fix this and where are our weak points?
0: Yeah. True. Uh,
1: the other thing I would say about about end, since we're on this tangent, is the thing that I, I kind of like about Kara is that you both need to have a pretty balanced group, but you can have some off specs within that. I mean it used to be that you couldn't have a shadow priest rating. You couldn't have a feral druid rating. At least that's not what the rating groups tell you. But we have a lot of people in our quite successful Kara groups, um, in the in the group that I'm with that have people who are not for tra- quote unquote traditional raid specs. Mm-hmm. And they do quite fine.
0: Yeah, we I did Karazhan once with a feral druid and we did very, very well. Finished um Faith,
1: who was on our guild podcast mm-hmm. was um is our usual off tank in our Kara group. And okay. uh, and he's a feral druid. Bear tanks work really well because he can also uh be a backup healer, he can do uh battle reses, he can innervate the priest, you know, it's it's very very handy having some of these some of these quote unquote off specs. I, I'm not even sure that there are rating off specs anymore.
0: I just don't know enough about other classes specs to know if that's true. Especially since I just had to read a respect to fire, mm-hmm. and I I have to be honest that respecting to fire was just a, a big positive difference. For me, except I can't kill those elemental fires on the elemental plateau <laughs> as easy as I used to anymore, even right. with arcane but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just the, the i I'd have to do more research on that
1: right i just I just think that there's a lot of people who are doing things that you know never would have been considered quote unquote kosher for raiding. Mm-hmm. That now are able to accommodate. and in fact, for example, having a shadow priest in Karazan is great.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, sure, vampiric touch, Vampir- vampiric embrace.
1: Um, the shackles. The you know, well, regular priests can do shackles too. But there's a lot of things that a shadow priest can do in mm-hmm. in, especially in the area with the with the uh, undead heavy um, guys in true. there.
0: So. True, true. Because a mage can't do squat in there as far as sheeping goes. No, the entire and, place is undead,
1: and uh, you know, warlocks can't fear in there. We can do some limited um, banishing in mm-hmm. certain places, but you really need to have a wide variety, and some of these off specs really do come in handy. Well, that was quite a tangent. Um, shall we uh, move on to some news then? Yes. There isn't much news. Uh, there's a little bit. Um, they there was recently they just had e th- just had e3, mm-hmm. the big gaming convention, and there was pretty much doodly squat that came out there about World of Warcraft. They did apparently uh, do some showing of the new Zul'aman instance, which mm-hmm. is going to be coming up not in the next patch, but later on. They have Blizzard has said that they plan to bring out guild banks and the built-in voice chat before they bring out Zulaman. Mm-hmm. So we'll be seeing those features coming out. I'm particularly excited about the guild banks.
0: I, it's too little, too late. <laughs> I think I, I do because at this point, people have already set their systems up. I know I've been begging, for, you know, for something like this, but then, I, don't, I don't know. They should have done this two years ago.
1: Well, shoulda, shoulda, maybe, but uh, at least Hopefully they're doing work. something now. I that's know. that's a positive. I mean, you gotta get gotta give him kudos where you can. Mm. But other than that, there really wasn't that much uh, Warcraft specific news at, at E3, so there's not much to report on there. I'll be really interested to hear what comes out of BlizzCon. And I'm uh, still not what... going to BlizzCon. Yeah, I know you still I'm haven't. Still trying. Still, still seeing what we can do, but still can't get Starman to BlizzCon. Oh well. Um, if anyone here is, oh no, I'm not even, not even gonna open that this, can of worms. This Never is my, mind. This is
0: my Oops. sad face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> um, I, we should get, a, I should do a screenshot of the sad face. Uh oh, we started him coughing.
0: No, I'm good. Ugh. But at least um, I'm not hacking up a lung anymore.
1: But the big news, um, such as it is, is the patch notes for the Public Test Realms 2.2 mm-hmm. 2. 2 have been released. Now, I will say the same thing I always say whenever we talk about Public Test Realm patch notes, in that these things may change. Not all of these may go live. They may add some new stuff. And there's always things that they put in that they don't. Um, they don't put in the notes. So, we always get some surprises with every patch. Some good, not some not so good. One of the not so good patch uh, things that, that came in with 2.1 was they shrunk the orc's shoulders. <laughs> We've cares? been teasing. Orcs. <laughs> well, if you talk to some of the orcs that I know, they care a great deal. They didn't do this to the female model so much. At least I haven't noticed that on my orc warlock. But, um, one of our our tank the tanks in in the collective is um, is Zade who's been on our show before mm-hmm. and he has an orc and he used to have these great little shoulders and that looks like these little two little tortoises which are kind of <laughs> perched on top of his shoulders it looks really silly <laughs> that's funny so we've been we've been teasing the life out of him about that they have announced that this will be fixed and the fix will go live with patch 2.2. So all of you orcs out there with your shoulders looking like they went one too many times to the dryer, they will be fixed and stretched out into proper shape by 2.2. <laughs> um, the 2.2 patch notes are very long.
0: Not as long as I pr- 2.1, but long.
1: I, long. I printed it out. It's 10 pages. So as usual, we're not going to go through all of them. Um, I just went through and highlighted some of the ones I thought were interesting. Um, I'm sure that uh, Starman will have some comments about the Mac movie capture. The <laughs> Mac client can now capture in-game video to QuickTime movie files using a configurable choice of codec, resolution, and frame rate.
0: Macs are just awesome. <laughs> I know there are people going... Oh, God, Macs suck. Well, you know what? We can record our own movies. We have built-in fraps now. I don't. I got to say, though, no, I do not play on my Mac. I play on my PC.
1: Yeah, and you could spend five times as much for your machines, too. Yeah, but at least <laughs> I don't have
0: to deal with that virus called Windows. Okay, I'll stop.
1: <laughs> We're just teasing. Actually, I like Macs. I had Macs for years, but because of my because of my work I had to change to PCs because some of the programs I was using so I've been a PC user for about eight years now and you know frankly I've just got so much money invested in software I don't really want to go to a dual system but anyway not gonna get off on that tangent um so I'm just gonna go through and and talk about some of the ones that I thought were kind of interesting one of the big ones has to do with Paladin Blessings and I was very happy about many of these changes because we do I do run with a paladin fairly frequently now. Pets are now going to be affected by paladin greater blessings
0: mm-hmm.
1: yay. yay, as a pet class, I'm very happy about this. They have are going to be increasing the duration of blessings, regular blessings mm-hmm. of king's light, might, salvation, sanctuary, and wisdom are going to be up to 10 minutes, and the greater blessings of these are going up to 30 minutes. They used to be, well, right now they're 5 minutes and 15 Mm -hmm. minutes.